0: Hello, this is episode four of season one for Gracemont, where we talk about questions that Christians have about what they've been taught. I am Apostle John Luke and my good friend. Apostle Duke, 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 Duke. <laughs> Apostle, <laughs> Apostle Duke is here with me. Of course, we are not real apostles sent by God, but we like we think it's kind of cool to call ourselves apostles. So that's what we're doing because we're pretty sure we're never going to have rapper names or stripper names. So you never we're know. We're going to have apostle names. Well, <laughs> hey, and I even can, I cannot see you I being even a, have a
1: uh, kind of a thought about being an apostle because an apostle doesn't it mean I think being called right? You're an apostle of Paul. You're an apostle of
0: Jesus. So, I mean, in some respects. Well, you're a messenger. A messenger? Is that what it is? Yeah. In, in Christianity, you're a messenger sent by God or by Jesus. Okay.
1: I don't know. I still. We'll put that on the back burner, but I think maybe we do have some legitimate claim to being apostles of some sort. Maybe not apostle of Jesus, but maybe. A,
0: anyway. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, do you. I've had the idea of us having our own church okay and you'd ask me what the specific things of that would be right as in would it be online? well I, th- I think yeah we start off with it just being an online church right you know, one of us or someone else can get up and you know in front of the camera and talk uh, as we get a little bigger we can have people call in if we want to ask questions what have you but for now we just we do a weekly service we could do it Sunday morning.
1: And, Not too early. You know, another thing is, I think about it. I mean, that here again, the term, right? The term apostle and the the term church. I mean, it just means a a, a group of people, right? Who have right. Uh, a uh, a similar um, belief or quest that they're that they're striving for. So, in, so in some respects, yeah, a church I think would fit. I was just, now, so are you going to, are, are you thinking of a pastor? Like, you would need a leader, right?
0: Well, I've always thought if I started a church, the leader would be called a pastored.
1: The pastored? Ah.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. But for now, we could just be apostles. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I was thinking about this today, and when I was a kid, my grandmother, took me to the Crystal Cathedral in Garden Grove, California. Okay. Where, uh, it was a place that Robert Shuler started. Oh, okay. And Robert Shuler was one of the greatest money-sucking preachers ever. Yeah. I mean, he was up there with Tammy Faye and so forth. Right. He, uh, he started off by renting a drive-in movie theater. Yeah. And people, he would get up on a ladder or something and, and the people would, uh, come and, uh, Pull up to the mic, the speakers, and hook the speaker on the window and listen to him preach. Oh, okay. Then somebody would pass the bucket around. Right. And uh, then he collected enough money to build a little church. He built a little church. Then he collected enough money to build this freaking amazing, huge church right. that they called the Crystal Cathedral. Yeah. And so, you know, I, th- I say we start small online and who knows.
1: Right. And then I would think you would have to, it would be interesting to hear what his initial message was because obviously there was something in his message something in his uh you know communication that was very attractive right i mean it there had to be something very uh you know um that that met a need in, in in those people that they they had a thirst for and i wonder what that was because i've always wondered like my little church, well, our, our church that we go to, that we know, but they've tried for what, 20 years to grow, right? They And and, and, right. and, and, and I was even on a committee called the Vision Committee, and, and we just were racking our brains. How do we grow? But then there's the other churches out there, like this guy, and other churches, it's like, what what is it that they had or have that, like some of these other churches that mean well just don't have you know maybe that's the key so that's 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 what we're going to have to find like what and i i think and i really have a burden about this and i think you do too it's like just finding a a place where people can ask questions and i think i think that's out there i think there's there's people out there who who genuinely say you know i've got some questions about stuff and it'd be nice to talk about it so
0: who knows We'll see without having a point, a finger pointed at right. him. right? Yeah, being shamed, we kind of for look
1: it. down upon, you know. So, uh, so we'll see. We'll just see how this goes, you know.
0: And nobody say that's a slippery slope,
1: right? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> when you have a question, because because you, you, I even <laughs> thought about that. I thought, no, you don't want you want you want to know. You want to let's look at this face value, realistically, you know. You know, let's uncover it and look at it for all its ugliness or or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean going down that slippery slope means you're gonna you're gonna get off the train or what off the tracks, you know.
0: But, but what it really means is you're asking questions that really need to be answered because the answer you've been given is inadequate. Right. Yeah, it's it That's what I thought. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Inadequate, it's unclear and so but so, hey, so I uh, okay, and then we got to okay, so we're going back to your church. Okay, so we'll have to have some kind of
0: leader. It's, it's our church, our church, apostle Duke.
1: Okay, and then, um, and then of course we don't have to figure it all out, but I mean, there would be some format. Oh, I was gonna ask you, do you like guests? Is that was that? Oh, sure, okay.
0: Yeah, I think that's how you that's how you grow your podcast by having
1: guests. So this guy Jeff, who he came by my desk um, yesterday and said, "Man, that I really like that." And I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, we hope you can do it again." He said, "Yeah, absolutely." But you know, he just said if we did it on Wednesday nights, we'd have to give him some heads up. But yeah, he's totally into you know kicking it around again with us. So and you know, I guess we could have six or eight of us. I mean, as long as we had someone kind of moderating. You know, just have, and, and I even think like so. I got a buddy; he's a, he's devout Catholic, and I, I would just kind of think it'd be fun to just get him on here and say, okay, not so. What do y'all believe? <laughs> you know, and and just sure, you know, just let's talk about it. And and uh, he's devout. I mean, he's in. He's he's like it's he he's 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 going. He 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 drank the the Kool Aid, you know. But but it still would be kind of interesting just to see what. You know how he processes those thoughts and
0: those those stories, and just be kind of interesting. Yeah, that would be. You know, we could get all kinds of people on. You know, we could have a uh, a Muslim iman. Yeah, that might be fun too to learn to learn what they really believe rather than just what uh, we've heard they believe on TV. Right. You know? I ha- well, so that I I guess the church the main thing the church would be is a place where people get a positive message and there wouldn't be a whole lot of things that they had to believe that weren't true. Right. You know, that were, well, that were hard to believe, you know, magical things. We wouldn't ask them to believe in magical things. Yeah. And the main thing they have to believe is Jesus was sent to save them from their sins. And what else would you like to have included?
1: Oh, okay. In
0: the church, in the, in the church doctrine. That's, there's there's point one. Okay, that's the only one. Okay, I'm so that's so.
1: Okay, so I think we need. And you've been relatively consistent, I think, about that. I think when I first talked to you, I thought you were even kind of atheist, but here in the last four uh, podcasts, you have been consistent about that.
0: About. Well, nobody nobody wants to go to an atheist church, do they? I mean, what do you what do you? What do you worship at the Atheist Church? Okay. Well, here we go. Okay, everybody. We're going to pray, pray to know God. Okay, everybody just pray to the air. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got you to gotta pray for something or somebody. that is. That is uh, what do atheists pray for? That might be fun. Figure out, have an atheist prayer.
1: Well, that is a, that's a good point. That is a good point. Okay, so I'm listening at this moment. Oh, at this moment. I'm in the middle of listening to a, a book on tape, and it's... Descartes and he's the guy who said, Um, I think, therefore I am. Now I didn't and in, in fact his name is spelled very but he's a philosopher. A- yeah. And 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 a couple of things about him, one one, he was very like reclusive, but he kind of went through his journey, right? And and he struggled between the church and and what he felt was real and he and he he wrote a lot and he 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 added to the world he added to the world he 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 changed the world he didn't do it through church but he did it kind of through thought right kind of thought partners yeah. you know and so maybe that's kind of how i I think you and I I think you and I in 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 some respects have a serious divide in our philosophy but that's okay and I'm going to I'm going to embrace it and because I mean you believe and I I do want to kind of dig down on that a little bit like okay you believe Jesus came to earth to save us from our sins is that the is that the language that you used
0: that's that's what I would want the church doctrine to be. I've that's remember I've said that's something I still question too. Well, but okay, I, I want to believe that. You want to believe that? Okay. Yeah, but but does it really make sense? Not really. No. But but that's what I've been taught. That's that's what I would like to believe. And if you don't believe something, you don't have anyone to pray to.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So. So this guy I'm reading about, one thing he said was he came to a point where he said, I just had to take everything that I'd learned and just unlearn it and just question it all. You know, and may in some respects, I feel about this podcast, I'm just kind of like untying everything. And then what am I going to have? You know, am I going to have anything or nothing or I don't know. So
0: we'll see. So do you believe none of it? Is that what you're telling me? You believe none of it? And, or you want to believe some of it or well here's I'm just questioning it all
1: no I don't okay as of today I don't I don't buy it and you mentioned one time you know it's all BS and I think BS is a strong word but I think the sort of the superhuman part of the of the story I don't I don't buy that I mean I buy that teaching his teachings were profitable uh, and and they can add a lot and you know we're going to talk about that topic here in a minute, but but the superhuman, the, the above physics, the above the magic, the magic, yeah, the 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 the, yeah. the death and resurrection, and, and that he came from heaven, and 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 I, I I struggle with that. So, but anyway, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, I right. I consider myself more of a, uh, uh, I don't know. A novice philosopher just kind of wanting to learn some more stuff. So.
0: Well, you you still didn't answer my question. Do you want to add anything to, oh, the, to doctrine? the doctrine? Is that good enough? To the
1: doctrine. Uh,
0: if we're going to establish yeah, this church. Yeah, but,
1: okay. I'm going to add two things. I'm going to add two things tonight. And then I got to, okay. One is you you must be committed to being a seeker. Uh, ah, you, you have to be you yes. have to be a genuine seeker And the other part of the doctrine, my third step would be you have to be committed to entertaining the thoughts of others. you have you, you can't there, I just get away from the dogma, right? the okay, you're you know and and just just to be a seeker and to commit to um, being open to new ideas and new concepts and new beliefs and so that would be my my additional two tenets of our faith so
0: <laughs> okay i like it cuz the the seeker i i think that would be a lot like uh some of the eastern religions like being hindu or something i don't know that much about it but that's again that's the idea i get from it and and i and, and i TV, think like going to the you know, or Buddhism, going to the top of the mountain, and.
1: right? Yeah, and, and Jesus went to the wilderness, and and uh, but I, I think the Bible teaches to be a seeker too, right? Because there is a verse of Scripture that says God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. You know, and 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 I'm kind of like you. I kind of would like to believe it. You know, it's like maybe there's something really, but where is it? Where is it in there that that is above the humanity? That is a very supernatural part of this quest. I mean, is it out there? And if it is, I want to find it, you know. So
0: Okay. Well, this leads us to the other question I was pondering is is there value in Christianity? Because right now, Christianity is under attack or the traditional kind of Christianity we have here in the United States is under attack by the liberal left as To many of them, Christianity is the most evil force in the world. But growing up in the Christian church, there are great people in the church and they do lots of good You know, for, for the people of the community because that's what they believe they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be helpers and they're not evil people. Now, I think it's happened because the traditional views of the church attack some of the groups that are in the far left and so that created a war. And so, but the the uh, the left is winning. Churches are being, especially traditional churches like the yeah, right, like the Baptists and so forth are are, are dying. Uh, this uh, this uh, speaks to your earlier statement about how you can't make a Baptist or our church, which is a Baptist church, you can't make it grow because nobody wants to go to a Baptist church. Yeah, they want to go to those non denominational churches where. Everybody's happy and they have really good music and they've got big video boards with with uh, sparklers and stuff yeah <laughs> and that's right that, that our churches uh, our Baptist churches and the other traditional denominations are dying out
1: right So the question is is it is it is so to me the question is is religious more has it brought more good to the world or more? destruction to the world is that another way to ask that
0: no nah, that's that's a different what
1: was the that question a different from a,
0: question to me so, the question is is there value in christianity oh. or is it something that should just be allowed to go away and I, I don't think so because i know a lot of people get peace from believing in jesus and praying to jesus or god yeah and it keeps them from having to take Prozac or Wellbutrin. Yeah. Because they get a inner peace, God helps them with their anxiety. And they don't worry about stuff as much if they, you know, they say I'm going to put it all in the Lord. Okay. And I guess some people can do that. Right. I can't do that, but but I think it has value to many people for that reason. Now, and therefore it w- it should not be forced out of existence. So to okay, there may
1: be two two ways to ask that question one is that religion is truth and then ask that question and then is religion not true and then ask it so let's let's say okay we're a Christian and we say is religion does religion have value then we would say you know, of course, and then to your, to your respect, it has value, but let's say it's not, let's say it's not real. Let's, let's say it's a superstition. Let's just, just to go there. Okay. So now we're, now we're putting our atheist cap. Okay. We're, we're atheists. We're atheists now. And we're, we're saying, okay, there's no, there's no truth to it at all. It's a myth. And is there value? I would, I would say Yes but I would have some reservations. So I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so let's say you're going into med school, right? And you are, um, they're, they're kind of interviewing you to see if you're going to fit in the school, you know, you're going to become a physician. And they say, okay, tell me a little bit about yourself. And you say, okay, well, I just want you to know that, uh, I believe that I can put my, you know, uh, that that the the world is flat. Okay, I'm I'm convinced the world's flat, and I'm and I'm convinced that the Earth that the sun revolves around the Earth. Okay, I'm I'm convinced of that, and not the Earth revolves around the sun and 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 i'm convinced that i can put my hands on somebody's head and they can be healed you know just by my putting and saying an incantation and they would probably not let you into the school okay correct okay so because there's no there's no scientific evidence for it right and so right. and so they would be kind of cast away so so my then my, so here's my hypothetical question But for some reason, it's okay to believe in heaven and believe in hell and to believe in the devil and to believe in God and to believe in eternal life and to believe that we have a spirit living inside of it. All these other things that are completely and totally... You cannot prove these scientifically, any of that stuff. Yet physicians and lawyers and scientists all... Would say they believe that, without any scientific evidence at all. And okay, so here, so here's where you run into trouble. Okay, is we we have good Christian politicians who what is this? Uh, what is this study where they study uh, stem cells, and they want to make laws? where they won't let people study these stem cells because they believe this
0: person has a soul, right? That's where... I, I'm not sure why, they, why they're why they so worried about that. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, but they're well-meaning... It, they can be really helpful. The stem cell research, I think, is right. very helpful. But
1: there's there's well-meaning politicians... It, it, could,
0: it could yield amazing results right. that could literally cure cancer.
1: And that's what I understand. But the,
0: the politicians are are not doctors.
1: Yeah, and that's where I think that's where I think you. I don't know the value of it. Okay, so here's another thing, uh, John Luke. Um, let's say let's say I you know you're you're my friend and I, I you say, uh, uh, you know, oh I mean I'm I'm just coming I'm pulling it out of thin air here. Okay, your dog dies, right? You know. And, and you're very sad about it. And I say, John Luke, let me tell you what happened to your, to your dog. God came down and touched your dog and took his soul to heaven. Okay? And you believe that. And you found comfort in that. And you, you found solace in that. And, and, you, and you stopped crying. And you said, wow, that's wonderful. Here's the slippery slope, Right? I mean, <laughs> the slippery slope is is like. Is I think maybe there's more value in saying, John Luke, your your dog died because it it's died, and you need to it, just cry and and realize that that's part of life is dying. I mean, I would almost argue that it's better to remove that, you know, superstition or from it even though you get solace from it i think down the road all in all it's better to look at it realistically and accept it on face value as truth than to make ourselves feel better by believing in something that isn't true
0: well perhaps i'm going to go back to your medical school okay, question okay real quick. okay okay Nowadays, if you're interviewing for medical school, you're much better off not to mention that you're a Christian, okay. because they will hold that against you. Okay. So don't e- don't even mention it. There are plenty of physicians well, that are Christians, right? But but when you're interviewing for medical school, just like like all the fancy colleges back east and so forth, they don't want you to be religious, and they want you to have something that makes you either a minority or a special interest group to put you to the top of the list. If you're just white, Christian, and heterosexual, that puts you down to the bottom of the list for getting admitted to those colleges. And uh, the medical schools are similar. As a scientist,
1: I would appreciate that. It, it Can you... Can you
0: that you would appreciate? I see the value that, uh, you in that. Would not
1: in the value in saying, okay, this guy is a he is a devout Christian. As a scientist, I would say, man, you know, just just be careful with that guy because, you know, I mean, I uh, just I just I can see some value in that. Now, as a Christian, I'd say, "Well, that's just of the devil," you know. But as a scientist, <laughs> yeah. I, I I could say, "Okay, that that that's going to cloud his reasoning," and when he does these medical treatments, and well, for say, for instance, you know, you have these children who won't um, take blood from other people because they don't believe in blood transfusions because that's their faith. I mean, that's where that's where you get into that that I just wonder about that
0: um well that's jehovah's witnesses and they're and that's dumb yeah well i'm not saying jehovah's witnesses as a whole are dumb but not taking you've blood you've already that's, broken one of the tenets you you've already
1: broken one of the tenets and that what? is well because they're just religious people like me and you they're, they just i mean to us it seems dumb and to us to them we seem dumb and we seem dumb to Catholics, and and the Church of Christ thinks we're all mixed up. I mean, that's where I, I, that's what I try to get away from. Is like, my, I think my religion is just as dumb as all the others, man. I mean, I mean, they believe in dragons well, and all that, but I believe in talking donkeys and. Talking snakes and stuff, you know? I mean...
0: Well, listen. Okay, I took care of a young man who bled to death because he would not take blood. And I've had to live with him on my conscience all this time. Because you allowed him to do and it? I've decided, yes, that was his decision. He was, of a, he was of age. He was old enough to tell me he didn't want blood. And I didn't give him blood. Uh, because I had said before well you know that's i thought that i thought it through and i thought well that's his business he can decide yeah but i've had the guilt on my conscience ever since then that, that now if i have do-overs if i have somebody that's a jehovah's witness who tells me don't give me blood i want to die i want to say okay and then i'm going to give them blood anyway if they're going to bleed to death if, if and then they can sue me if they want you know i mean right it's if if that's what it takes, I'm, I'm not gonna let him die. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I say it's dumb because I have personal experience. Right. With it. Right. So, but it does rupture one of our 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 tenets of having open yeah. mind. Yeah. But I don't think you have to have an open mind about stuff that's dumb, and that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I I see what you're saying. You know. Um. Oh, so. I heard the other day, speaking of, you know, being a Christian in your vocation, and I don't know how true it is, but there was an airline that had a standard that both the pilot and the co-pilot could not be Christians in case the rapture happened. <laughs> yeah. Really? Right. Yeah, I heard. And I heard it nice. told as, as, and of course, maybe they've revamped that, but there was a time when they said, uh, you know, if you're both Christians, we can't let you fly the plane because, you know, <laughs> half the plane will be taken up and that the other half will crash because the pilots will be taken. But yeah, so 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 the question is, is there value? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. But
0: okay, good. Well, that's a reason for us to continue with this church idea. <laughs> okay,
1: I got you. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. All right.
0: All right. You want to talk about one of your questions of the day?
1: Okay. So, hey, and this, because you're a physician. Um, so I had the thought the other day, and just get your thought on it. And that is that, okay, I was looking at my hand, and I'm 61. And there's, like, some age spots, and it was getting kind of thin. And I remember thinking, ah, I'm getting old, you know, and, huh. But then I remembered that my whole life I've been taught that the that, that the that the reason I'm dying, the reason I'm aging is because of sin. I I'm done.
0: Di- That's what they taught us in medical school.
1: Oh, they did? No.
0: Oh. Oh, I, <laughs> No, you would get kicked out of medical school if you suggested okay. that. Okay.
1: Well, see, and you know, there's a verse of scripture that says for the wages of sin is death. And we've been taught, I've been taught, you know, that Adam and Eve were in the garden, right? And they were not to eat of anything but the knowledge of, the tree of good and evil. The knowledge of good and evil. And then they ate. Yeah. And then their eyes were opened. And God kicked them out of the garden. And from that point on, man would then die. And it's because of that sin. And then I thought, in some ways, that's kind of really sad. Because I, it's, it's more probably closer to the truth i think with my atheist hat on that aging is a very oh i'm going to get dramatic here beautiful wonderful design that in 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 reality is very healthy and very good for for the earth and 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 I, I you know not to go into all the the silly but like a leaf right it falls to the ground and it dies and and it breaks down and it goes into the earth and it and it and then it regenerates and because of that it's good and some it, but but in our in our faith it, in faith it's it's been taught that dying is because of sin and it's and it's so it's bad and it's and it's and we should fear it and we should uh, try to you know i don't know i just thought and as a physician of course as a phys- you you kind of answered my question as a physician you don't believe that our bodies do you think it's a natural part a good natural part of the earth or do you kind of see it as 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 it's it it's it's because of sin any thoughts
0: no, I don't think it's because of sin. I think it's the grand design like what you have suggested it's it's how God built us to be, you know. So we we we're born, we're young, we're right. Adults, we're old, we die and and you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust and so forth. And I don't think you know, to to your point earlier, I think you know, Christians the way we were taught, spend their whole lives trying to live their lives so that they can live forevermore in heaven. I see, yes. And I think that's probably the wrong way to look at it. Yeah. Because if you die and just cease to exist, and you've lived your life as a Christian, but not only so you can go to heaven, you've lived it so you can do good on this earth. Yeah. And when you die, you leave a legacy of good. Yeah, Maybe that's the way she... That, maybe that should be one of the tenets of our church is we're not planning to live forever in heaven because that may be just a fairy tale because it does not make sense. Yes. <laughs> you know, scientifically, it doesn't make sense. Right. But if we live the good Christian life and go by the teachings of Jesus and the Ten Commandments for that fact, yeah. we live a good life and it's not bad for the earth in any way and it's good for humanity.
1: See, I think that's, I think that's brilliant. I mean, that, that's, that's so good. There's so much there. And, you know, because if you live, okay, I would even say if you live just to get out of hell and go to heaven and you're just trying to secure your spot, you would probably become legalistic, right? You're like, man, I want to, I just want to go to Sunday school, you know, and I don't want to ever miss and I want to memorize this many memory verses and never ever ever sin and you get so rigid right that you're just trying to follow the law that that yeah and then and then so you if you can see it more of as good and here's another thing that I've always kind of I kind of had this theory about eternal life and this could be part this builds right on what you're saying to me so okay so let's say let's say this podcast let's say in Four or five years, somebody listens to this podcast, right? And they were very despondent, and they had a lot of difficulty because of guilt, because they were they were struggling with doubts. And then they heard this podcast, let's say, and they said, "You know what? That makes a lot of sense. And it's okay to have questions, and it's okay to seek God." And so I feel so much better, and 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 I want to live my life to the fullest and do good. In some respects. You have had eternal life through that individual because what happened was you added to the world, right? You gave your message to the world. It was a good message. This person accepted that message. It made their lives better. And your life, your communication lived on in them. And very possibly they then carried that on to someone else and said, Hey man, don't be discouraged. I have some friends who have been discouraged. Sometimes I've wondered if eternal life could maybe even in the Bible be something like that versus living in streets of gold. That that the eternal life means you've given into this world good things and people have you've invested your life into them, right? And then they carry on right. that that goodness and that so that so anyway that's a long way of saying I really like that thought. So it's, you have a legacy,
0: yeah, exactly of of, of good that's carried on to the next generation, right? And perhaps that's what we should strive for, rather than right this magical yeah life in heaven, whatever eternal is, vacation. Where you, you actually yeah. still have a consciousness, right? Which I I think. I think it's very possible our consciousness just ceases when our cell cellular activity stops right. when we die. Yeah. And that may be it. Right. You know, it,
1: maybe it's not. I don't know. Someone Someone uh, equated it to, like, before I was born. For some reason, I had no consciousness before I was born, but that doesn't seem to bother me. But the idea of not having consciousness after I die seems to really bother me. But it's like, well... It does. Well... It did at one time. It doesn't as much as it did. But yeah, in some ways I still, I don't know. I, I, maybe I kind of hold out hope that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that would look like.
0: But yeah, well, think about it. I mean, there's there's no pain. Yeah. There's no joy. Right. There's nothing. Yeah. You, and you don't know it because yeah. it's like you fell asleep and that was it. And the other thing, too,
1: is we don't ever really cease to exist i mean because my body's going to go on the ground right and it's going to rot and little worms are going to eat it up and then they're going to go up and die and the grass is going to eat that and then cows are going to eat that and people are going i mean we we go on it's just this consciousness that ceases i don't know i don't know it doesn't make me feel better,
0: <laughs> but <laughs> well, then. So what we do is we do our best to live our good life while we're on yeah, Earth, right? And not worry about what happens when we die, right? Because there's not anything we can control. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. So I do, I do like that. I do like that. Let's let's invest in others, right? Let's let's do something good and find something that we like doing. Kind of like this, you know. We like talking about this stuff and thinking about it. And then maybe helping someone out there who might need this church. So,
0: right. Well, you've spoken before with how it doesn't make sense that there's this all-powerful God of the universe who takes people who are sinners and casts them into a forever, fi- everlasting fire, and he's he's like some some weekend barbecue guys got people on the barbecue pit for forever oh i know i, I don't th- god i really doubt god has any interest in that i just he's like okay you know if he was wanting to do anything to us i think he'd just like squish us like a bug and say "Up, oh, you're gone yeah yeah and he, he's not gonna take the time to roast us on the barbecue pit
1: it makes no sense at all that he would just and just like, you know, 10,000 years from now, people just down there just screaming their heads off. I mean, you even think what kind of evil kind of god is he? <laughs> you know, that that he thinks that that's something that needs to be done. And here's the other thing about all that. And I don't care what anybody says. I, I try to be open-minded, but if God is all-powerful and he, if he is who he says he we are taught he, he can change that. He can just say, I don't like that plan. I'm done. I'm not sending anybody. Sure. He can do it in an instant. He didn't have to send his son to Earth. He didn't have to do that. He did it. I just still were taught that he did that. But he could say, nah, you know, I don't like that. I ain't doing it. I'm just going to forgive him. I don't have to have blood, you know. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> here's that rabbit trail, But... Uh, <laughs> Hey, so you only had one. You only had
0: one topic. No, uh, you. Had, you you had, you were wondering about the theocracy versus democracy versus democracy. Yeah. What? Tell me what you're thinking about. Okay, there. so here here's the deal.
1: Okay, here's the deal. Democracy is not of God. Period. It's it it, it doesn't it doesn't in any way. Uh, Mesh with what we're taught in the Bible. But but for some reason, people seem to think our democracy is sort of blessed by God. It was established under God. But, I mean, when you have have a democracy, and and a lot of people say it's not a democracy, it's a republic. And I'll, I'll concede to that. But basically, it just means if we vote, right? If they put a petition out that says... Um, all strip clubs will be open on Sunday at the same time church is open and everybody votes that then they're all going to be open that is not God's design I mean that is not in the Old Testament it was God's law was the law you obey him if you don't like it that's too bad he is God, and He makes the rules. And so I always, I've brought that up before, but people seem to shy away from saying. Uh, to me, to me, even democracy is, it goes in, it flies in the face of what we were taught we should be in the in the Bible. Uh, you know that, that God, that God's law, His Bible, is is reigns supreme and. And his rules reign supreme, and and uh, so anyway, I just thought, uh, which which kind of gets me away to another deal is that like?
0: Could I call yes, you on this first? Yes, please. Is this yeah, okay? Okay. Keep in mind what you're going to say. Uh, I believe that uh, religion is a tool often used by governments or leaders or kings, right? as a way to influence the people by saying that God is on my side. Right. And when our country was first started, it was official policy that God is on our side. Right. And it's on our money and so forth. Yeah. Uh, And that's been used as long as there's been religion and government. I mean, it was used in Egypt, right? Used in Rome, you know. That that uh, God or the gods are on our side, and that's why we're in power. And therefore, you should believe in God and believe in us that we're all one unit working together right. for your for the common good. Right. That's what I think is going on in the United States, and it's that's fading because so. There are fewer and fewer people that are Christian.
1: Yeah, and see, in some respects, I get that. I mean, you know, I mean, the more we have science, right? The more we think, I don't know about some of that stuff. I mean, uh, but anyway, yeah, so I see what you're saying. So you would then probably agree that democracy is a better way to govern.
0: Oh gosh, that 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 is a big huge
1: Okay. Because a huge, you're a, politi- you're uh, a political hole, thinker. what you call it. Yeah. So Uh
0: democracy, as I've seen, yeah. it, historically it lasts for a while and it fades because we end up uh I, I think it's it was a Scottish fellow two hundred years ago that I can't remember his name, but he said that democracy tends to last for a couple hundred years and then it lasts until the people realize they can vote themselves more and more of the treasury okay. until the company country goes bankrupt, which is where we are now. We've we've uh, voted ourselves, you know, so everybody gets money from the government now. Right, and that there's no there's a lot more going out than's coming in, and that's not sustainable. Right, so it's our, our government will probably fail at some point because of that. Right. I mean, it can't you can't just keep racking up. Trillions of dollars of debt every year. Right. The rest of the world just keep saying that's okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's a new concept. So then, you know, one of my, the CEO of my company one time said something about this great experiment that we're conducting in the United States. And yeah. He was talking about democracy, and I thought, boy, that's an unusual way to look at that. But in your thinking, well, that's what it is. In your thinking, that that democracy at its core has a flaw
0: That yeah that flaw being you can't maintain economic reason right it eventually fails because of that if it, it failed in rome and it and it'll, it's failing here for that same reason i think probably failed, failed in greece too but i'm not a scholar of that
1: yeah I think that's where I heard one time that it began. But yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting, uh, unless, of course, unless, of course, there is the first tenet of our church is that Jesus came to earth to save us from our sins. Right? Diah, that right?
0: Yes, that's the plan. And
1: then, and then, therefore, he w- he is God, and therefore, he should be the one who makes the rules, because he has all. No, oh no.
0: He, I didn't say Jesus was God. That, oh, that one's never made sense. To, you know, the Trinity and all right. that has never made sense to me. I, I, it makes a little more sense to me to say he's this, um, uh, the son or messenger of God, okay. not God himself. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. And then, and then. So to be, now you use the term saved, right? Did you?
0: I said, save us from our sins. I didn't use the Baptist term. So or, so to create. To, to help us, to give us comfort. Okay. How about that? I'm going to drill down. Give us comfort.
1: I'm, I'm not going to let that go. I'm going to drill down on that, but maybe okay. not tonight. <laughs> maybe not tonight, but I'm going to keep working on that one. Try to figure out where. Well,
0: we're, yeah. I need to go back to. Finished the question yes. about I was talking about democracy. Yes. Most democracies end up with uh, dictators or kings later, and or aristocracies that they end up with the the rich people being in power again. Of course, the rich people have always been in power, even though we've tried to believe they're not. But
1: see, I've always thought that's kind of what the struggle's about, right? It's about the few who have. Tipping all the scales toward themselves and those without, like the common man, getting the short end of the stick. And so, what happens over and over and over, like the French Revolution, right? The Revolutionary War, right? Uh, where these people who have very little rise up and say, We want a voice. We want we want to have some influence in the way we're being governed and way we're being ruled. And, and then it happens. And then it probably levels the playing field for a while. And then we have what we have now seems like we still have these people who are in power, who just have so much power. And like, we're finding out, you know, that, that some of there's been manipulation in the media and some of these social networks and, and so it, they they just become stronger and stronger, and they have more and more ability to manipulate the system to where they win. And just like these some of these like congressmen and congresswomen who say, okay, you know what, in two months we're going to vote for the pharmaceutical bill, so I'm dropping on my pharmaceutical stock, you know, and picking up something else. Sure. <laughs> and then and then they get rich doing it. And we had no clue they we were going to do that. You know, we're just riding along. We all get hammered. You know, so yeah, I could see it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's falling away. It seems like in some respects. So yeah, that's an interesting thought. And I would probably yeah.
0: agree with it. So, you know, it's, so like we look back like in the fifties and sixties, that was when the middle class was really rocking. Yeah. You know, people could go to work, right, make a good living, have a good retirement. Yeah. And, uh, a strong middle class was healthy for the country. Right. But not everybody shared in that success. Yeah. Like the black people weren't allowed to share in it like the white people were. Right. And and now the black people have much more of a voice. Right. But the middle class is kind of dying out, you know, because it's hard for everybody to, from. a lot of people can't afford to have a house anymore that, you know, right. in the 50s or 60s they could have gotten a job and worked and, Bought a house. Right. Yeah. So I don't guess it's ever going to be perfect.
1: Yeah. And so you keep trying, I guess. I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So you had some uh, statements that religious people make. Oh, yeah. From time (laughs) to time that you were going to talk about a little bit. I think that's...
0: These are some of my favorite things from church where people... Use God as an excuse for doing stuff, like, "Well, the Lord has put it on my heart right. that I should, whatever yeah. you know." Or, I prayed about this, yeah, and 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 God has put it on my heart, yeah, that I should do so and so,
1: yeah.
0: And there, there's another favorite. What was it? Uh, oh, I just want to glorify the Lord, right? That's what, I, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I yeah. want to glorify the Lord. But so many times I look past that and say, yeah, well, that's what you want to do. Right. That's what you want to do. And you're using God as an excuse for doing it. Right. You know, like the, the Lord put it on my heart to buy these curtains. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> the Lord doesn't give a crap about your curtains. Right. Uh, it, it, these are some of my...
1: It adds, uh, it adds, it adds weight, right? It's sort of like it's one of those things like, oh, everybody hates that guy, you know. It's like, oh, everybody, everybody's doing this now, you know. Or I, I prayed about it, so oh, well, then that kind of gives you a little bit of edge, right? A little bit of leverage in that. Sure. Yeah. Well, We're with
0: some people, yeah.
1: Or here's what I've had happen to me. Um, John Luke, has someone come up and say to me, the Lord told me to tell you that you're supposed to take a leadership position in this church. And I'm like, oh, really? I mean, because it has. And I remember thinking, wow, you know, God spoke to you and told you to give me that message, you know, and of course, it, they could have said, I think you should take a leadership position in this church. And I said, like, oh, okay, well, that's nice. But the Lord told yeah. me to tell you. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, That's a slippery slope.
0: (laughs) It is. It is. It is a slippery slope. It's a tool that a lot of people use, and it annoys the crap out of me. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we had at the church we go to, we had a pastor there years ago who we had this, um, it was like a, a, a message. It was like, I don't know, a marketing thing. And it said, hear the voice of the Lord, give to the building fund. Well, I mean, the implication is, right, that if you aren't listening to the voice of the Lord, you don't give to the building fund. But hearing the voice of the Lord means that you're going to then give to the... And I remember catching that. I think, hear the voice of the Lord. Okay, well, I want to hear the voice of the Lord. I want to hear His voice, you know. So, but yeah, some of that, you know, that goes on up into... You know, even pastors and and the way churches, oh sure, you know, sure, market their message, right, to get to get you to do what they want you to do, you know, to give money, yeah, yeah. And to
0: support what they want to support, yeah. This brings up the fourth. Tenet oh, okay, okay, of of the the Gracemont Church. Okay.
1: Oh, we have another. Okay, golly, man.
0: A fourth? Yes. Okay. This this one is this one is critical. Okay, for the success of the yes. church. The Lord has put it on my yes, heart okay. that all members right. and viewers yeah. of the Grace Mott Church yeah. will need to give 10%. There you go.
1: Th- that's great, man. I like
0: yeah. that. I mean, of course. Why does a church exist if it's not to collect <laughs> 10% of people's income?
1: Oh, yeah. You couldn't do it without it, right? Right. And it's got to be 10%. It's
0: got to be 10%. 10%. Yeah. And... <laughs> a lot of folks in our church will say i've heard it said it's got to be 10% pre-tax oh yeah now, i don't know anywhere in the bible it says yeah. oh that's pre-tax dollars
1: well you know i don't uh right <laughs> so see here's another deal too and i'm i'm probably hanging myself out but that but the tithe is it's it's a scam
0: Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! That's gonna be that's gonna be one of the tenets of our church. Don't be telling everybody it's a scam. Okay. They won't give ten percent. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go ahead.
1: It's a scam, man. It's a it's a scam. It the, the tithe was the Israelites' tax. That it was their tax, just like we pay tax. I pay tax, and they should have paid their tax. But to say that we have the Bible teaches that we should give ten percent to the church it's misused it's misused because because john luke you give money to the poor already you give and you give it because when they do welfare and all that and then social security and your taxes go to pay our judges and our juries not our juries but maybe our jury yeah, our juries and uh our policemen and our laws and our judges and And so that so we're already paying that that money for those good services. Anyway, I I don't think you agree with that. No, no,
0: no. No, I think my tax, the the government has taken over a lot of what used to be charity. Right. But, you know, through uh, Medicaid, Medicare and. uh, Public assistance of all sorts. That used to be charity work done through churches. Right. And and other wealthy people would give money to these charities and so forth. And now the government has taken that over and made it forced charity. Yeah. And they're the ones that get to decide who gets the charity. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree with that. Okay. So I that's why I don't feel like I really need to give money to all that many charities because I'm already giving half of everything I make to the government and they decide which charity gets it.
1: Oh here I have I have another deal too. That uh, okay. So and I am I am professionally trained in this. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, I, and I and I I am I am being serious. That yes. I see people all the time. They see these beggars on the road, and they're trying to collect money. And so I spent several years as a counselor, in a uh, substance abuse facility, more than one. And we were not only taught, but we taught others to don't ever give them money. It's the, it's the worst thing you can do. What you should do, if, you, if you're going to do it, you say, I feel a real burden about that guy standing there. Write a $5 check and give it to the United Way. Because they are professionals. They know what they're doing. But more times than not, you're going to do, be doing a disservice to that person by giving them money. And I know that's unpopular. And I don't even bring it up, but that is something that I was taught, and I believe it's 100% true. But a lot of people feel like they need but it, but kind of to your point, I guess I'm just kind of springboarding off what you said. You already give enough, and, and you give it the right way. I mean, honestly, you give it through professionals, people who are professional and know, hey, this person is hurting. We need to give this person money. This person, nah, nah, probably not. But uh, anyway... That's my two cents on that subject.
0: Well I agree I don't I don't give the people on the street corners money because I never know if it's for real right. or, or not or if they could if they could be working or and not. It, so I give money other places where I know it goes to for good right yeah yeah I, I don't give money to those people
1: yeah and I, I even even to this day when I pull up to that stoplight and you're stuck right you're trapped behind four cars. And here comes the guy with a sign, you know, and he looks horrible. And I feel bad even then, even knowing that I feel bad, but I just, and it kind of aggravates me too, because they got you, right? You just, you can't move. You can't turn left or right. You're just stuck in traffic. And so he comes up and anyway, so there's that. This is also going to be therapeutic. This, this church is going to be therapeutic because I'm going to get all my frustrations and lay them out. For the whole world. You I know think. what? Yeah.
0: This circles back to the fourth tenant. Yeah. If you if you come to the street corner and you're tempted to give that dude a dollar, yeah, send it in to Gracemont Church.
1: There you go. We'll we start a campaign. That's right.
0: We'll do good with it if we get enough. I think it would be good if you and I had a private jet. <laughs> So we could fly that's around right. the world delivering this I message. I like
1: the way you're thinking. And
0: I think that's a much better way to spend that money than giving it to some poor soul in right. the street corner.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yes. And then we will give the word. We will give the word out. That's right. <laughs> what the Lord told the us word. to
0: say. <laughs> could, you know, if we're, we're delivering the word, it might be need to be with a smaller case W. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. I like that idea. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Well, uh, we're about to the end of our hour. Okay. You got any other major facts you need to discuss? I do,
1: but I'm gonna wait till the next episode.
0: All right. <laughs> so uh, this is the Gracemont Podcast, and I'm Apostle John Luke, and this is Apostle Duke. <laughs> Apostle Duke. Yes. I'm gonna come up with some really cool uh, way we- to do this yeah we'll work on okay. that. Well this is the Gracemont podcast and we're signing off and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.